If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. time hosted by two girls one ginger it is another Hello. rainy day in la we're feeling spooky we're just like having a nice kind of dark time today we are it's very relaxing it was hard to get motivated today because yeah. the rain i'm telling you it makes me want to just be a sleeping beauty and just sleep for days <laughs> it's a gloom maybe for eons oh <laughs> i know we've been waking up a lot later well with daylight savings switching over too it's been kind of crazy jared but. hasn't been able to adjust no, I've been that one hour really, really I fell good. off yeah, when it's it been happened. Messing me up too. Yeah, I'm just like, what? Nothing even matters right now. Mm-mm. Nothing matters. Zero percent. Forever, yeah. Um, how are we feeling? <sighs> feeling excited about today. I feel relaxed. Yeah, I mean, we've got a relaxed vibe going on. We've got a very nice, like, relaxed vibe today. Um, should we get right into the day? Do we have any housekeeping? No, just join our Patreon because we've got over 50 episodes there for anyone who's interested and more content and disappointed in the fact that they've already caught up on all the episodes. We've got, if you want to binge something and you're really out, join Patreon. You can always quit if you don't like it, but you'll like it. (laughs) You'll like it. You can go for one month and then quit and binge everything, but don't. You could. Don't don't tell them the life hack. But to be fair... There's a ton, a ton of stuff. I don't even know if you get through it all in a month at this point because we've got a lot of stuff. There is a lot. There, so. There's a lot of episodes there now. Well, and Jared obviously does all of our editing for all of the podcasting, and he was editing one of our most recent episodes yesterday, and he was like, holy shit, this case is fucking crazy. It's really good. Yes. Like, really good. Yeah. Our so. last few have been really, um, really shocking. Yeah. We've been doing it big. That's the beauty of being able to pick what you want to cover. Um, we can't do that for the first degree because we cover what comes to us. But I mean, I, I gave me a peek into what other podcasts get to experience. Yeah. And I just get to like willy nilly pick the most roller coaster of yeah. cases. We, yeah. We've never been able to do that, but we do it on Patreon. So it's it's really nice. Yeah. yeah so join our Patreon over there by searching the first degree. Yeah. Super easy. All right. Let's get into the day today. I'm ready. So we're going to go through a little timeline of life of uh, of April 30th, of March 30th, throughout the years. Okay. You know, important moments that have happened. Okay. Important. We're going to start in 1867. Alaska, the state, was purchased. Whoa. And Who owned it initially? Russia. I bet they regret that sale. <laughs> right? <It's a laughs> to have the land. proximity to the North Americas, I bet you they, oh. they wish they had that. And... Guess how much it was purchased for? Because this isn't a, a crazy three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> more than that. Two million dollars. I want to say eighteen sixty-seven. Eighteen sixty-seven. I'm going to say thirty million. It was purchased from Russia for seven point two million dollars. Who? Wow. But like, I want to know who had the millions at that point. Like just the Rockefellers and just the Rothschilds. Like who had it? 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, who had that much money? Just the governments? I guess. So, $7.2 million is equivalent to $109 million as of 2018. So, still, cheap For an entire buy. state? I mean... A big-ass state. Dude, steal. that really irritates Putin. You know it does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? We could have had Alaska? You made a bad sale. <laughs> well, and as, like, a future home buyer, we're really looking for, like, price per square foot. And if you're looking in L.A., it's probably about $1,000 per square foot. Ugh. that you're looking at but alaska was roughly two cents per acre for that price point <sighs> they really gotta steal but you gotta want to live in alaska That's you true. do you gotta be rugged you gotta want it yeah. you know who's from alaska holly madison ah i don't think i do that after our episode with her our next episode was an alaska case yeah and she said you'll never believe this I'm listening to the episode right now, and um, I'm from the exact same town as the case. Whoa. She like knew the coffee shop. She knew that you guys remember the case. I yeah, think yeah. with the mother and yeah. the the girl with the with the the friends and the boyfriend who murdered the mom. It was awful. But Holly like knew these places. Was from the exact same place. Like what a quinky dink. That's crazy. That she is seems crazy. like the most unalap. Like she's so glamorous and beautiful. Yeah. I'm like you're from Alaska. Yeah. I love this for you. Wow. Yeah. I did not, not know that. Not not the rugged type I picture in my mind when I think of like <laughs> no. the but you know what? I bet she has it in her. Oh, oh my gosh. Totally. That woman can do anything. That's totally. right. Okay, so now we're going into 1883. Emily and Lucy Meeker becomes the first woman who was executed in Vermont. Oh. She was hanged for murdering her husband's niece. So that's a little true crime fact for you. Murdering Ooh. her husband's niece? That's for shit. like what reason? Why'd you do that? We can find out. There's a weird gripe that was happening. <laughs> I didn't look into that one too much. Okay, next, a little invention. 1983, which is no. No. I want more information. This is 1883. Yeah. I don't know. Hyman interesting first name l lipman <laughs> is credited with registering the first patent for a pencil with an attached eraser that's got to be 1883 <laughs> 1983 <laughs> i'm like that's only a few years before i us truly was born wait that might be right though no, no. there's no way a pencil that. because a pencil in the 80s i just remember when i was a kid going to grandma's house and she had a big like it was like an old cigar box with like markers and crayons and pencils in it and it always had the big chunky separate erasers so I don't know. That seems like it's... I would believe it. it. But also I was born in it's 88, possible. so I wasn't around to really know. Either way, we it was four lifetimes. We weren't there. Okay, yeah. next. I know you want us to be older, but we're not that much older. I was older. like, what year were you guys born? <laughs> uh, Jared, at this point, will be the same age. Jared and I, I'm a little bit of a cougar. And uh -huh. for 10 months out of the... No. For two months out of the year, Jared and I are the same age. This is true. It's coming up. I feel old for like two months. And yeah. I go back to being the youngster. I love this for you guys. Yeah. Okay, 1964, Jeopardy is aired for the first time. Perfect. It's a perfect show. Perfect show. We miss Alex Trebek. We do. On March 30th, 1981, President Ronald Reagan was shot in the chest outside of a Washington, D.C. hotel. It's so awful. People he, seem to really like him. And he didn't even realize he was shot. He was shot in the chest. A bunch of like Secret Service men were shot by this. It was just some guy. He was shot in the chest. Didn't realize he was shot and then like just gets into the car and he walks himself to the hospital and then makes a full recovery in a few days, which is fucking crazy. That's such Damn. a good Chuck Norris move. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. I'm shot, but who cares? That's what you I'm going to walk yeah. over like, here. Whatever. Yeah. I feel like that's what I want out of my president, though. Yeah. I, just I know. People liked him. No, people really rallied around him, especially after this shot to the chest. There's, sure. a, clip, there's a clip of him after that and he's speaking somewhere and I think... 
it might have been a balloon that pops or something and like he just like immediately makes a joke out of it like doesn't flinch like nothing crazy and he just like i forget Imagine how i'd have to pull it but traumatized you need to be to not make a joke about it yeah <laughs> like well to yeah. not react physically yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's what they do to like cia operatives where yeah like they put them in ice baths they yes. make their nervous system so um overstimulated yeah to yeah. respond to anything yeah. with neutrality that like i feel like maybe he did some of that yeah, I mean, you got to imagine as a president giving a speech anywhere, if you hear a pop, it's probably a terrifying moment, you know? Dude, back in the day, these everybody was getting shot all Ooh, of the time. I got to tell you, I hear a pop in my Hollywood apartment, and I am also <laughs> I'm on the Facebook group, like, it. was that fireworks? Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, like, yeah, imagine it's if people are actually... not fireworks. Right, and no one's trying to kill us. But you never know. Yeah. Um... <laughs> You never know. Never, you never know. know. Okay, now we're going to go into like our, our robust little oh, story for the day. Yes, so sorry. in 1984, March 30th, uh, New York detective Robert Cunningham, he was eating at this diner and one of his like good friends was his waitress at the diner. And instead of tipping her for his meal, he was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a dollar lottery ticket. We'll split the winnings if we win. And she was like, yeah, okay, whatever. He is her friend. She's like, LOL, copper, fine. like, sure. He fucking wins the lottery. On April 1st, which is so funny because it was on April Fool's Day, she gets a call from this guy telling her that they won the lottery. Oh, dude, he stuck to his word. She thought that he was joking because it was April Fool's. She was like, oh, fuck you, funny April Fool's joke. And he's like, no, 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 no. I won $6 million in the lottery, and you are going to get $3 million of that. He was going to go by his word? He went by his word. What a guy. I'm aghast because that doesn't usually happen. Especially when you're talking about large sums of money. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, he could have been like, fuck you. I guess it did help that it was his friend. Like, it wasn't like a random mm. waitress. But still, I mean, people do worse to family members when they win the lottery. Straight up. Oh, God. Yeah. So they both accepted the annual payments. So they made $280,000 every single year. Just a straight chill. Just a straight Chill. Yeah, I feel like if the amount is six mil, I'd I'd probably go with the annual payment, not the payout. Is it better to do the payout? No. If it was like fifty mil, yeah, yes. like a lot. It, yeah. Yeah, because then you're like clear in twenty mil, whatever. Then yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But if you're it's six, that's a fair yeah. point where it's like the in, you get more of the money over yeah. that time, yeah. and then you're also way less likely to be come one of those cliches where you lottery ruins your life and you blow it all and it fucks your life up. Yeah. So then you're just making like a good living. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can just quit your job. Yeah. I think that she went on, she quit her job obviously as a waitress and she was like traveling and then he oh. renovated his house. Like it actually was a very heartwarming I story. Love that. That's such a rare thing. I <laughs> love money. that. And she was one of the luckiest winners whose tickets were gifted that has, has ever won in the oh lottery. God, amazing. Um, I was going to do true crime rewind as like, lottery winners whose lives have been ruined like the lottery curse Ooh. but it was way too fucking sad yeah honestly i um was once trying to develop a tv show about that and i have a million cases oh really it. yeah uh because oh. no one it turns out no one wants to hear that because it's depressing <laughs> well and it's just like the ways that their <laughs> lives are ruined is not interesting Hold on, it's though. just well, like it's people victim people like the buzzards and the fucking vultures come in and yeah. they get victimized because yeah. or people just like they end up getting into drugs or or they're lacking the education and they're lacking the understanding of what to do with their money yeah. and like everyone comes out with open hands and yeah. it just turns into a shit show I, everybody wants I would peace. counterpoint i would argue that people would want to watch that because it makes you feel a little bit better about not winning the lottery <laughs> 
Yeah. And there's a lot of us who haven't won the lottery yet. <laughs> there's a lot of us so. out there. I'm never going to win. Um, so because this happened on April Fool's, like the whole revealing that she won the lottery, I thought that it would be more interesting than hearing the really sad stories of the lottery curse. We can go learn about some April Fool's jokes gone wrong. I love that. I like this. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. But before then, we've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Okay, welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We're either loving it or we're hating it. We have a healthy discussion, talking about it, end up voting if it's guilty or not guilty. Bring it to you on Instagram. You vote if it's guilty or not guilty. And then I think that we have a listener on the stand that we're going to listen to today. Yes, and I think maybe we should start with it. Let's start with because it. Because otherwise yeah. you forget about it. And if you want to call, Jared's going to provide yeah, you with the you, number. Wait, you but want to call in, because I finally have it memorized. I think I actually memorized it. Did you? Is it 818 818- Four four six six eight eight nine. Yes, I That's think right. I just remembered it too. We That's did it. right. Because I literally just said it as you did it. I was like, do I know it? <laughs> and I was like, I actually do, but I always self-doubt and then I can't no, remember And it. I think that now this is like solidified it in our brains there you go. that we remember it. So God, yeah, that. it's been in mine. I, and we're combining it. we're combining around the sand worsty firsty. Call us for all of your needs. Eight on one eight. And just rest assured, I'm the only one who goes through them. You're safe with me. Your name doesn't record. Yeah. You're safe, whatever. But we need more because yes. this is the kind of shit we love. Oh, we love it so much. Yeah. So let's get on with it. Yes. And listen to our listener on the stand. Perfect. Hey, you guys. Um, my on the stand. Very simple. Chicken salad. They need to rename chicken salad. Is it a salad with chicken on top? Or is it a mayonnaise-based chicken mixture? That's that simple. I don't understand. All right. Bye. She's not wrong. Well, I got to tell you. Go ahead, Jared. Well, she's not wrong, but she's really just posing a question here. No, what is it? I think what she's prosecuting chicken salad mayonnaise. I think she's being she's prosecuting possibly... Calling it a salad. I think she's. Yes. I think she's prosecuting the blanket term mm-hmm. for both meals, which are different yes. meals. But I think I have the answer to this. Okay. A ch- chicken salad is the mayonnaise, chicken, onions, yeah. celery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a-, a Caesar with chicken, or a garden with chicken, or a um, cob with chicken is a. S- chicken We're talking lettuce that's based. a salad with chicken on it yes and yes. i think but if you see chicken salad on especially if it's coupled with egg salad mm. potato, potato salad, salad potato salad i think then you know what you're dealing with well i that's what i was just trying to look up right now i was like what is the origin of calling these things a salad when they're the 19, not a salad it was the 1950s when they made all those disgusting recipes with like Gelatin, mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's when they came up with egg salad and deviled eggs. God bless oh, them. God bless them. You know that's when they came up with it when they were like doing like ooh, yeah. gelatin with egg slices in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and like that's when all of it came up. What were they thinking? Those like gelatin cakes. I'm telling had, like, you, I bet them. you a million fucking dollars yeah. if we were there, we'd be eating. We'd love it. 
We'd be going jelly. Well, it's crazy. like a delicacy. Well, we like a little we like a little slice of something on a cracker, right? If it's a little gelatin with a little egg, if it's a savory gelatin, like that doesn't sound awful. I don't think there's a crunch in that though. I think they just would eat a slice but of you that can like add weird. A cr- the cracker is the crunch. Mm. Do you eat them with a cracker though? I don't know. I would. I would a savory gelatin though? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That scares me. Now, I think we've done it. Well, they have like a red they have like a pepper jelly that people use. Have you ever bought a rotisserie chicken and threw it in the fridge and then it starts to Yes. The juice Yes. coagulate yes. and oh turn yes. to a gelatin? Yes. That's what I'm thinking of right yeah. now. Yeah. So and I don't want to go anywhere near that. And I'm not you're <laughs> disgusted by that? Yeah, wait, are you a about to gelatized like, yeah. chicken gizzard <laughs> mixture? Okay, you add a few temperatures, then you're yeah. there with gravy. It's That's the same yeah. shit. Like it's kinda like that offends me that you are so okay. hot. Like you're so okay. above. It, I'm not. You're, oh, down whoa, for, whoa, whoa. you're down to mix that into flour and melt it onto meats. I but am. you're not down to have it in its true form. You know what? That's that's a fair point and I accept that <laughs> criticism. But it's just like seeing it and knowing what it once was. Is there not like What some was it once? It a was, juice? It was a juice. I know, but I think, where? The, I think the gelatin is actually. it's like a wiggly solid. I honestly think it's better than the juice. Okay. Right. I'm disgusted by all of that. Yeah, I know you are. That's kind of but sorry. Hey, so anyways, I don't. I think the reason they still call it a chicken salad though is because no one wants to order a chicken mixture. That's true. Well, yeah, they just never came up with the better chicken mayonnaise sauce. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was when mayonnaise was really becoming a thing. It was seen as, as yeah. number one healthy. Mayonnaise is a thing. No, I know mayonnaise when it became a thing. Yeah, back in whatever timeline that it was popular in like maybe that was like the thing they're trying to number one market it as this like healthy thing so when you're mixing mayonnaise with chicken or egg or potato then it was like this nice healthy meal which i still believe to be honest i can't believe mayonnaise is something we've all accepted it's also gross that you can tell it was born in the 1950s during this era because it's an eggs paste i'm Mm. like we love it because we're desensitized yeah and it's delicious. But if it was introduced right now, we'd be like, fuck you. Fuck this. We understand taste. why people are against it. Yeah. We it. understand why people are repulsed by yeah. it. But I love it. I don't get it. I, I love it so it. much. I'll eat just mayonnaise. <laughs> all right. Well, chicken um, salad. I'm just saying not guilty. All chicken salads, whether it's chicken on top of salad or a chicken salad mixture, is not guilty to me. Not guilty. Not guilty, but I, I think your point is valid that we do need to all get together at some we point. We need to understand the difference. What? Yeah. 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 100%. Wow. We all just said that in unison. Wow. <laughs> all good. Yeah, I did. Um, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay. okay. So what I want to talk about and put on the stand is something that I've been newly introduced to. Jacqueline, you already know about this because we're in a group chat. I'm talking Vanderpump rules. Okay. I'm talking Scandaval. Okay. I'm talking yeah. Raquel. I'm talking Ariana. I'm talking Lisa Vanderpump. As someone who's been to Sir and like all the restaurants, probably 10 years ago, when it before it was a thing, and I was like, this is so lame. I gotta say, this is one of the most entertaining franchises I've ever dipped my toe in. So have you never watched it up until recently? Up Not until a the scandal? Can you, can you explain to me and possibly a couple listeners what Sir is and what the premise of this is? Yeah, so know. what I'll say is that there are a couple of restaurants in LA that are owned and operated by a woman and the you know, the brainchild of this woman named Lisa Vanderpump, and she is the most sophisticated, gorgeous sixty-five-year-old woman I've ever seen. I'm yeah. like, if I could be as beautiful as you at the like at any point, forget her age, she looks better than 
most people I know. She's British and like so she's She's got that tiny dog, very right? Rich. She's got that money. Yeah. Right I'm telling you, she's got that money. Money mm. equals money hot. Yes. So, okay. But she sh- certainly fucking is. So anyways, so the whole um, like docudrama r- revolves around the staff at her restaurants who are all hot. The men are hot. The women are hot. They've got big, strong um, sexy personalities and it's sort of this drama that unfolds over like 15 years because yeah. the first season was so long ago and all this really scandalous shit has been happening recently but I've started back on the older episodes and I love this show no okay. it's so and good. I never knew anything of it until recently and I'm out of love island and shit so I'm like this is good for me well they're very the whole thing is very incestuous like they started off with these two people in a relationship and then those two, but then those two cheated on each other. And then they ended up like everybody has fucked each other and dated each other and cheated on everybody with each other. And they ra- rarely bring a new person into the mix. So it's vi- everybody is using each other's old boyfriends and sloppy seconds and whatever. So this is just the latest installment of everything that happened very publicly. So everybody's obsessed with it. I'm exhausted. And I there's a it. big scan scandal going on and we're not going to get into the nitty gritty of that. But what I will say is that I underestimated the show. I was like, I'm above this. I don't, I'm, I'm, no a, I'm a professional. I don't watch things like this. And suddenly, <laughs> suddenly yeah. I am okay. enslaved by it. Okay. Like this this is what I search on TikTok. This is what mm. I search on Instagram. I need to know every update. I need yeah. Reddit. I need I need to know yeah. what's going on with Scandaval. And like, I'm not going to explain it here because this is not that show, but like Google it. Yeah. I am defending Vanderpump Rules. This is my new religion. Okay. I love it so much. I agree. We've yes. Had, we had so many conversations about it over the weekend. I just, it's the perfect type of drama for me. Because we're not involved. No, but and like, but it I've looks ha- so painful. We've oh my had God. pretty much every single one of them on our podcast before and really? like fr- acquaintances with a few of them. So it's like I'm attached enough and get enough, like a little bit of an insider scoop, but like mm-hmm. not enough to care okay. about I love anybody them. that I it- love them all, though. I don't hate any of them except. I am sketched out by at least a few, but <laughs> mm. I'm not going to name names. Okay. That's, that's we all kind know because everybody feels the same. I don't know. We but... don't like you. <laughs> How could you do that to Ariana? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're watching. All right. Vanderpump rules. Not guilty. Not guilty. I'm just going to go. Uh, what's the neutral answer here? I don't know. You can't. You have to say one. Not of the guilty. Other. If it's you guys only like mi- it, I like it. It only brings that? me joy, Jared. Oh, oh, not guilty. If you're, Future wife, happy wife, happy life, dude. Easy peasy. Yeah. It's more video game time for me. Okay. So I am going to kind of go along with what you're saying mm. with another scandal. Ooh. Internet. Oh my God. Isn't Haley and Selena? That's going Holy on fuck, right yes. now. <laughs> so here's the thing. Oh, I think I'm going to put Selena Gomez on the stand. Now. Defending. I'm defending her. Thank God. I've never been like a huge Selena Gomez fan. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a real big fan of anybody. She's got to be some honest. tunes though. Dude, she's, she's got, got some, some amazing Dude. tunes, but I've never. I've never been a stan. But I'm not a stan of anybody. I'm not a Taylor Swift stan. I'm not a stan either. I'm not a Miley. I'm not a anybody. But does she do "Lose You to Love Me" or something like that? Yeah, and she had that fucking had to lose great song. You to love me. Great tune. Huge and, song with Kygo. Well, let me tell you, that was at the 2019 AMAs. She performed that song. Mm-hmm. Justin and Haley didn't come. Oh. So basically, <laughs> what's happening? For that was anybody- right after they broke up and when they got married. Like that was like a tribute to him, and they didn't come. I know mm. everything about them now because they're fucking petty and insecure. Anyways, so 
the TLDR, obviously, Selena dated Justin. And Eight then years on and off. They broke up. And, and then Justin started dating Haley Bieber. In like and, months. And they got married. Within like less than five months, they got <laughs> married. Like that's... So everybody has kind of known that I guess Haley was a bit of a Justin Bieber fan for a while. But now... And this is so funny when the internet decides to do this. Because all at once, everybody is Ugh. unearthing old footage from Haley Bieber when she was like a tweeny super stalker of Justin Bieber. Yeah, like her behind Selena and Justin on a date. And you can see her in the footage. Yeah. Whoa. Like that's how stalker she Yeah. So she's like a super fan, finds out where they're eating dinner, goes to the restaurant. And like lurks around. And wow. she's very lurky. Very lurky would be the adjective to describe what her behavior was. Lurky. And then obviously her father, Alec Baldwin's brother, Stephen Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin, whatever his name was, he would bring her to all these meet and greets and like push her to the front because mm-hmm. he's Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, of course. So he would like get her to be able to meet Justin Bieber as a super fan. So then it's so funny now we're getting all this old footage of her doing interviews. I wonder if Justin even knew. Like, I really am so curious about what's going on with them. Where if he was like, bro, you're standing behind me holding a magazine of me on my date with Selena. Like, and I was introduced to you through the Jenners thinking you were this like random cool chick. Well, that's so when she, there's these old uh, interviews of her popping up on, I don't know if it's Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, whatever. But she is describing how they met. And it's, she's like, yeah, you know, it was through mutual friend and like, blah, blah, blah. Like fails to mention Mm. that she met him by stalking him on his dates with Selena Gomez. Well, and let's talk about how when you asked Justin how they met, he goes he's on Ellen and he's like it was actually an arranged marriage. Well, that's their whole their, people are like is it an actual arranged but, marriage? But that's what <laughs> he like, said he's like, like he's like around? he's like no, he's like now that I realize it because Stephen Baldwin was producing and directing like a bunch of religious films mm-hmm. and he's super Christian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um he was introduced to Haley under that context, like another woman, a woman who is Christian like you. Yeah. And that could be super valid. Like, yeah. Hey, those aligned values are super important. Yeah. So maybe that's sincere, but he said on Ellen, I'll send anyone who wants to see it <laughs> that he's like, yeah. Oh shit. Now that I realize that this was like an actually arranged marriage. And then the other thing, it's not even just that, but now people are pulling up all these fucking videos of how Haley Bieber is basically single white femaleing Selena Gomez. Copying like, everything she does. Copying everything she does, copying how the way that she talks, copying like stories that Selena Gomez has, Gomez has told in interviews. Did you behind their ear? Do you guys know about that one? How they Selena Gomez started a cooking show that was in her house and then Haley Bieber started a cooking show in her house and then how the intro is the exact same. It's a whole thing. Okay, but like <laughs> Selena Gomez got a G behind her ear because of her sister Grace. And then Haley Baldwin did it. Haley Bieber, whatever. But when everyone's like, what is it? She's like, my religious leader's first name. And it's like, that seems like kind of a religious f- leader, like God? <laughs> no. No. Her name's like something. It was Gloria. like a, a Gloria. Yeah. I just oh made my that. God. You guys know no, but I think so it could much. It's it is like the the same like religious leader her and Justin have uh-huh. that run the church. Her first name is G, and that's what she apparently tattooed on her neck. And if that's true, like that's more disturbing. Like, can we talk about that? Because if there's only you one tattooing, thing that would be more disturbing is if it's for Gomez. If you're 
<laughs> well, it could be, but if you're tattooing wow. your religious ne- leader's name on your neck, like there's more going on, because like you shouldn't be doing that as a, as anyone. Sounds I would like just a branding say, situation. I would Sounds just say that good. like I very Nexium. I sympathize like with Justin Bieber <laughs> because I understand what he's going through. Because this is how me and Jack ended up together. Was like, Aww. yeah, like she was stalking me relentlessly you uh, wish Sherry yeah, like, yeah, her yeah. being a super fan of my band it's so cool that we ended up together and like <laughs> oh, I, but like oh. I found out about that like way later on uh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. you know it's wild to that that like, is you know, wild. so funny that it was so, the complete opposite it's possible that I am lurking in the background of some of Jack's photos yeah, yeah you emotionally this. lurked me probably like there's like a fence and I'm you're you know, lurking right now yeah, you're like uh, the neighbor on uh, yeah. home improvement oh yeah Wilson love that Howdy, love neighbor. that analogy yeah, yeah. That's how Jared Anyways, was my entire next? life. Oh. Um, not guilty. No. Not guilty. I am just like between the Selena, Haley, Vanderpump, everything going on. I'm like, this is exactly what I need to keep me going. This is the time like, of like media gossip. And like, I'm sort of feeling really fulfilled right now. Because you can deep dive. It's not just like, oh, blah, blah, blah happened. It's like, oh, that and That's now there's footed. It's like, it's like a true crime podcast. Don't even get me fucking started, though. I- the Oscars were last night and Haley snubbed Kendall Jenner. And there is a whole thing where it's like, Kendall's like, are you really just ignoring me right now? And Haley's like, Hey, and walked away. I'm like, so now we're like, cause Kendall had sex with Justin and so did Courtney Kardashian and so did Kylie. And that's a whole other thing. Oh my gosh. Stay tuned for a new podcast <laughs> on Vanderpump <laughs> slash the Haley Selena goss, because I will do this. Oh uh, no, I love it. <sighs> I love it. All right, Jared. Not guilty. Not guilty. Not not guilty. What's on the stand for you? Uh, I'll keep mine short. Um, I'm going with uh, making new friends as an adult. Okay. I'm going with. I'm going to put new friends on the stand. Are you defending it or are you prosecuting it? <sighs> I think I'm prosecuting it, and I think the reason is because well, it just depends on where you are in life, I suppose. But yeah, actually, I'm defending it. Okay. I okay. just changed my mind. I'm defending wow, new you friends. Were- He's all when, over the place. When we talked about this before this, yeah. when we were coming up with a thing for you, you mm. were just like, fuck new friends. And now you, you've had like the pendulum has swung in the other I've direction. What it. new friend have you made since we had this conversation Matt. 15 minutes ago? Okay, so I've Matt's changed it. I've changed it to one new friend okay. at a time. Okay. okay. I love this. So here's the thing is my band and I, we're all around the same age and we all kind of like have... We spend a lot of time together, but we have our own lives and like people are going out and doing their own thing. Yeah. And I was back in town recently. This was by recently. I mean, like a year ago or so. Two, Two years, years ago before COVID, whatever. Yeah. Time is a construct. And we're at the studio. And we're like goofing around and they were like, what's new? And I was like, I made a new friend. What? And then one of the other guys goes, oh, my God, me too. <laughs> what's your friend's name? And I was like, well, I was talking about Matt. Right? Oh, Matt. And I was are you like, watching? I was like, oh, I've got a new friend in LA. It's like, he's like dating Alexis and like, you know, I, whatever. So we started talking about, and then it was just so funny because I was like, I have a new friend. <gasps> I have a new friend. Yeah. And it was like going around. Oh and I was like, I, nice. and it was just so funny because for so long, I've really just been insulated by the same people. And while I think that's a really great thing, unless it's Vanderpump shit, apparently 
That seems the like best it could TV go show very that wrong. ever existed. Mm. Well, I think that's a great thing. I think every so often it's great to like bring one new person in that you really vibe with. Yeah, you gotta keep an eye on them. You can't yeah. have more than one at a time because the one there's some risk involved. I'm almost on, on huge the, risk involved. I'm almost at the place where I'm like, if you bring one in, maybe you got to get rid of one. Maybe you got to keep the total number. Well, the that's same. The thing. that's our new rule at our home because mm. we have too much stuff. We're yeah. like, if something comes in, we're throwing something away. That's oh, how we absolutely. Are too. That's yeah. your guys' rule, but too, that's right? like, well, yeah, because we have such a small apartment, but like. I think for the emotional capacity that you have yes. for relationships in your life, like I don't even have enough time to really uh, water every single relationship that I have in my life, which no. is fine because nobody yeah. else does either. Like yeah. we're very we're cognizant of the time that we have that's free to share with each other. But like it takes a lot to make a new friend. It does. You have to like learn about each other's and be vulnerable lives, be and be like, can I take this person you gotta out try. with my other friends yeah. can they thing. can they drink yeah like can it's i trust like, them with a substance you yeah. know there's a whole thing involved no it's totally. like yeah it's like dating a new person but you really, really do have to try you have to put effort into it if you want to yeah, actually become a friend effort. so but I, I but i like you said i think there's a total amount of energy you can put into friendships and i feel i almost feel like bringing one person in means you gotta take gotta, one person gotta kick one out of it, you know the only new friends that jared and i have met made other than matt but like we wouldn't have made friends with matt if you weren't dating him matt would have matt would be in a cave playing video games or on his boat alone yeah unless you came around yes yeah so like no one would know that. matt yeah um but yeah, our only adult friends that we have made are Beth, the dog's parents, <laughs> who we all love, who everybody loves because yeah. they have because they can hang and they can integrate with so every, all of our friends. They're good vibes, but it helps and because not, we both made friends with them separately. So it wasn't awkward. And, and like not needy. Like when they come on group trip with and no one with us, should they, be they, they at this age, their own, but, but they are. People they are. are. Yeah, but People nobody are. should be. But People they're are. not. And that's why I like about Lindsay, mm. our friends. Beth's mom, Lindsay Jeremy. But anyways, yeah. Um, Beth is the dog with three legs, a French bulldog. We'll <laughs> we'll have to go it. over we'll all this. this is, yeah, way too personal. But anyways, I think uh, new friends. I'm gonna still say guilty because I don't have the time for it. But I understand why it would be not guilty. I'm allowing one at, one at a time. I'll vetted. say not guilty because there's a girl in my new condo building who I like. Mm, that's nice. Her name's Becky. We went rock climbing. Cute. That's cool. She's really nice. She's a nurse. We could talk about it later. Which is too. someone yeah. I don't have. Yeah. I want to find out all about it. Great. Tell me about Becky. Where are we going now? Okay. Well, Love you, Becky. Um, yeah. I mean, guilty, not guilty. It's it's nuanced. Hung jury. Hung jury. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, when we come back, it is time to learn about some April Fool's jokes gone wrong. Oh, shit. Ooh. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next 
next month. That's code Degree50 at factorymeals.com slash Degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, well, I have to start off with the fact of like, what are the origins of April Fools? It's just a thing that we know about, but like, how the fuck did it start? Can we? Can I ask you guys a question? Did yeah. You guys watch the the Oscar nominated movie? Did you guys watch the Oscar nominated <laughs> movie, The Banshees? No. Of Ira Sharon. No. I saw a billboard for it at LAX, but I have not watched it. There's a big April Fool's tie-in. Oh, yeah. So at the end of the movie, they're like, "Gotcha." This whole thing. Can I tell you real quick? Sure. So, but do you want to spoil it for everybody that hasn't seen the movie? No. Okay. Watch the movie. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the like so it ends. (laughs) Bad idea. It doesn't have a plot. That's what's so interesting about it. Okay. Okay. So. April Fool's Day dates back to 1582. It's what? An old, old fucking holiday. And it started when France switched from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar. Do I know what either, either of those are? No, but in the Julian calendar, it was the Hindu calendar. Julian? Yeah. The new year began with the spring equinox around April 1st. So April 1st used to be the first day of the year in the old calendars that they the were using spring. it's the beginning of spring. spring and it honestly i feel like it's that's same. same that's true when for we me. come alive i know same mm, i'm into this idea you can live <laughs> your life like that and the end of the year really feels like january like it's sad yeah anyways so obviously back in the day 1582 no social media no phones no Sounds so nice. camaraderie probably nothing <laughs> sad vibes no rights so it was very <laughs> yeah actually maybe it sucked uh getting the news around was very slow And uh, it failed to reach some people for a while Uh that the calendar had moved to January 1st. That was the (laughs) beginning of the year. Whoops. So some people still celebrated. Who decided it? Like the king? I don't know. And that's a big thing to change time, kind of. So anyways, everybody that did not realize the new start of the year became the butt of jokes and hoaxes. And they were called April Fools. (gasps) Pranks. 
Pranks included having paper fish placed on their backs and being referred to as poisoned Avril, April fish, said, said to symbolize a young, easily caught fish and a gullible person. How offensive. <laughs> so uh, if you think somebody's a fool, just tape a paper fish on their back or pin a real one on their They're back. They're like, dude, what are you doing? You're like, dude, they did this in the 1500s. You're an idiot. You're a fool. And you're a fool. April fool. Yeah. Take it as a compliment. Um, yeah, if someone's giving you attention, who cares if it's good or bad? That's right. They think you're silly. Okay, so some April Fool's jokes that I thought were pretty fantastic. One, Taco Bell. Did you guys know Taco Bell had a real April no, Fool's joke? No, but it sounds like a marketing Maybe fucking genius ploy. I want to know more information. In 1996, Taco Bell duped everyone when they announced that it had agreed 96. to purchase Philadelphia's Liberty Bell and intended to <laughs> rename it the Taco Liberty Bell. I vaguely remember this. Oh, I vaguely so remember Dude, this. They've been crushing their marketing since the They 90s. really have. They, they really People do, believed them. They do very loud, exciting campaigns. And they're they, always they don't play like, it safe. I love Taco Bell. And they're with the people. Like They have young people and doing they know. social media. They know what they've got. They're like, we're wrapping the same five things yeah, a hundred ways. What's better than a Doritos Locos Taco Supreme? They know any of their These other people, item menus. Even if our marketing fails, they will come for this. Yep. They're too big to fail. Yeah. So the other one, another fast food chain that did a really good April Fool's joke was Burger King. In 1998, after Burger King advertised the left-handed Whopper, a ton <laughs> of people went to Burger King that were left-handed <laughs> the to left get their left-handed Whopper. Whoppers. See, this is why I like this, because if you go back to the 90s, it's awesome. Nowadays, it's all about social media and all this bullshit yeah. where companies are trying to be outrageous to get whatever engagement on the internet back then these were like really funny well thought out marketing things now it's like a dime a dozen on april 1st you don't really believe anything you read on the, no. on the internet especially if you're on reddit just skip it all day yeah no, no point even going interesting no those were some good times i like okay. that though okay we're going back to 1957 wow there was on the bbc it's when they created chicken salad <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, it was april fools pretty much yeah. this is actually like salad right it fucking guys, aligns this this whole april fools joke aligns with the chicken salad. oh my god i can't wait okay so one of the most famous april fools day pranks of all time is the bbc's famous spaghetti harvest segment so the bbc ran this segment on their news station about how in the Swiss region near the Italian border, they had a quote, an exceptionally heavy spaghetti crop that year. Then I watched the whole segment. It's fucking insane. They go to these people in their like trees that are probably like lemon trees and orange trees. And they have all this spaghetti hanging from oh. the tree. And they're saying it was such a good year for spaghetti. They're harvesting their spaghetti. They're grabbing all the things. I want a spaghetti farm. It looked amazing, and actually, it was very. It was beautiful. It was like all these like little spaghetti noodles hanging oh from the trees. God, a pasta like overload is what I want. Oh, I know. A field of spaghetti sounds so nice. <laughs> okay, so the next one is I don't know. I didn't write down what year this was, but it was Richard Branson that had a great April Fool's joke. So Have in you the heard last of sixty years, to Virgin. Mm. So. I wish I knew the the year, but on March 31st, residents outside of London spotted a flying saucer that appeared to land in a nearby field in Surrey. Police officers went to the field to investigate the supposed US UFO because so many people were like, there's a UFO, there's a UFO, there's a UFO. So the police are like, fine, we'll go check out the UFO. So they go and they see it and it's has crashed and it was a real fucking UFO. Wait. 
Real meaning what? It looked like, I mean, it, it, was, like I have, it was like a flying saucer. So it was a flying saucer. I'm going to show you a little <gasps> picture of it in the sky. That looks like a men in black graphic. Like this is a Whoa. picture of what people were seeing. That's, That's a not good real, looking is saucer. It? it is a flying saucer. So the, the UFO crashes. A bunch of police officers go to check it out. That's traumatizing to see. And then they make one police officer go by himself to like go up to the UFO to see what's going on. He goes up. The door opens. All this dry ice starts plummeting out. Like the steam? Like of in the men UFO. In no. Steam. And then a fucking guy in an E.T. costume walks out of it. No way. And the guy, the cop, freaked the fuck out. Wouldn't you? He was traumatized and he went back and it took them a while to like realize <sighs> what was going on. So basically what happened, Richard Branson and his friend Don something or other, they got this it was basically a blimp in the shape of a yeah. flying saucer and they wanted to fly it around as an actual april fool's joke but there was a ton of wind and it ended up like actually crashing oh and God. his friend was dressed up in a full-size et costume goodness oh it God. is i don't know how i, I had never so heard sketchy about that to do. well i feel like you'd have to clear that with like the local airspace so they know that you're not like a I mean, well, during even, the time, even in the last month, they're shooting down balloons. Jared. People do whatever they want. Yeah. But back in the day, he had Virgin Atlantic. He probably could clear it with the airspace. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But that's wild. Fascinating. Yeah. So, I love how convincing it looks. It's like, I mean, if you're a billionaire, you better in do In the sky, well. this looks like, we'll post a picture on social media. Like, it looks like you have Put anything in the sky. People are like, oh my God. Because, yep. like, we can't get up there. No, we don't. Know. We're like, can't mystified. Go up there. Yeah. Get, a, get it high enough. <laughs> Convince me otherwise. Yeah. That looks like an alien. To I me. can't go up there. I guess I just will die never knowing that's what that right. is. Even yeah. seeing planes sometimes, I start getting very existential. And uh. I'm like, this. I don't like that either. No. I can't believe we even go in them. No. And we don't talk about it enough. No, we that don't. That we're like getting into a plane and flying to Europe. I'm getting like, are in, we cool with this? It is getting insane. into a metal heavy fucking cylinder with 300 people. Jack goes, so we're watching that MH370 um, like I would never watch that. You guys are masochists for watching but that. But there's a shot. There's this one That's shot. The Malaysia in it. Airways crash dock. It was yeah. interesting. But which they, is going to traumatize anyone who wants to fly ever again. No. They show this one shot. They show this one shot, and it's what? the plane at like a distance. It's kind of like dusk. And it's kind of, it's not, it's Tiny. like a, like a reenactment. It's like, it reminds you of like the little blue dot. It so like looks so like small. It's like flying through the, through the clouds. And like Jack always says every time that image comes up, it like terrifies her. I'm like, this is what every plane looks like from that. But it's existential. It like, cause you realize how fucking well, you don't tiny and realize that you're an ant in yeah. the universe. Yeah. And yeah. that really helps you be like, you're a little beep boop flying. Yeah. And I'm like, how, how is it flying? I don't understand it. It's I have to safe. disassociate when I'm on it. Uh, I have to disassociate when I'm on an airplane. Cause I'm like this, I don't understand anything. And it freaks me out. Terrifying. Mm. Okay. We're going to go for the last April Fool's Ooh, joke. Can't wait. I'm going to read this from, it was an article in the paper. I'm going to read okay. it directly. It was from wait. the 1800s. Wow. It says, near Nashville yesterday, John Ahrens, a farmer, planned an April Fool's joke on his wife with disastrous results. Uh -uh. He disguised himself as a tramp, which was like a vagabond, fastened a white mask over his face, and knocked at the door. When she appeared, he ordered to get dinner for him. To his horror, his wife fell to the floor in a faint and died an hour later. Oh, my God. He had Just only, from scaling her? He had only been buried a few months and idolized his wife. Her death has crazed him with grief and remorse. It's really sad, but like she she fainted and died from shock because, because his, her scary husband had a mask on? Yeah. 
Oh my god! Isn't that insane? I get that though. I've been overwhelmed before. You can like, <laughs> and I'm like, this could end yeah. me. Yeah, you can literally go into shock, like from being overwhelmed. That's yeah. what she did. She and might have hit her head you. or something. Well, but that's before the internet when we knew what scary mm. shit was. Mm. Yeah, like back then it was like anything could be like paranormal or scary True. or the end of you. There's nobody to yeah. debunk now it. Now we have a measure of sort of. Uh, skepticism. Yeah, sometimes. You know. Some people sometimes. do. Sometimes. But now where it's just running rampant and there's like all these conspiracies and theories. Uh-huh. Right. The more you learn, the more you yeah. believe. All yes. right. Well, when we come back, uh, we're going to learn about some bad things that you people did. Naughty, naughty peeps. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Okay, worsty firsties. So we're super excited to just dive into the bad thing you've done. Woohoo. We're gonna just dig right into and it. And if you want to call and give us your worst thing that you've ever done, the number is the same mm-hmm. as on the stand. It's gonna be 818-446-6889. Thanks, Jared. You're very welcome. Hey you guys. I have a worsty firsty. Um, first of all, I would like to say that your listeners, when they tell a story, they are so good. Um, I feel like they're professional. All right, worsty firsty. So this is going to be a little confusing, but I'm going to call this a tale of two errands. When I was, a, I'd say about a freshman in high school, we had to ask, it was Sadie Hawkins' dance, so we would have to ask the guys on a um, a dance, like a date for a dance. And there was two errands. I'm not going to say the last name because of, uh, I feel like I might get sued. As if they listen, I don't know. But um, it sounded offensive. I don't know. But what ended up happening was I asked, let's say, Aaron A, and my friend asked Aaron B. Here's the thing. I had a crush on Aaron B. But I asked Aaron A. This is already confusing. So they said, yes, so well, I'm going to go, you know, with the one Aaron. She's going to go with the other Aaron. Well, in the meantime, I end up starting to kind of slightly date as much as what you can when you're a freshman, the other Aaron. So what we did, me and the other Aaron, we asked, this is crazy. It's gaslighting now that I'm thinking about it. It, it was in in my defense, this was ninety ninety one, so we didn't know what gaslighting was, nor did we even hardly know what abuse was really then. But Aaron and I started talking to each other, and we end up acting like we were originally going to go in the first place, and that she asked the wrong Aaron. So then I end up going with the Aaron I wanted to, and she was all real confused. I'm like, no, no, remember, you were going to ask the other Aaron. And it worked. 
So I ended up going with my errand that I wanted to, and then she went with the other errand. And it worked. I don't know for sure if that's just a tale of, it almost kind of makes you see how confusing and blindsided we were in the, in the early 90s. Or it might have just been my school. I don't know. But anyways. Um, all right. I'll call you guys again with more stories. I love listening to you guys. You guys are awesome. And um, I feel so enlightened and educated and entertained. So I appreciate everything you guys do. Okay. Bye. So what I'm going to say, <laughs> what I'm going to say is that I love that you address the fact that like gaslighting wasn't even a thing yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah. Like, it hadn't like, been invented how yet. would you even articulate that to the Aaron who was confused or to your friend hypothetically or yeah. to your it's like oh no, you're um gaslighting is so nuanced that it's, it's like such how a you hard thing to explain. But you know, I think uh when you're at like a dance or high school, whatever like people just want someone and I think everyone's down to yeah. just like recouple with whoever, like they're cool with this. And that's why you're not bad. Like this is, it's like, as long as someone ends up with someone, this is okay. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're in high school, people are doing real bad things to each other all the time, especially for boys and to their friends. Like everybody's a fucking asshole. Well, and in high no school. one knows how to have like compassion for their fellow student no. or peer at that point, because we don't have compassion yet. Cause our brains are oh, mush. You're basically still an infant. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like being at that age, like there's no it's a scary age there's to no be explaining your behavior. I'd rather die than be I, that age again. I actually honest. think that you are very creative. I You're agree. a problem solver. Like yes. these are all very good qualities that you could bring into the workforce. You're honestly, yes. like a force to be reckoned with. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love this too. You yeah. know, uh, you're not the worst. You know, it's like you what, might be the best. You know what it reminds me of is like, have you ever seen? Have you ever, this has actually happened to us, but you, you're out in public and a magician kind of is on the scene. Yeah, and they then, just pop in. Uh, yeah, and yeah. they start using confusion as a tactic, and the next <laughs> thing you know, there's like your watch is missing and yeah. all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. They've done so or a much. deck of cards are out. Yeah, so yeah, maybe you're just a musician, musician, a magician. Maybe you're so, a magician. Yeah, the art of confusion. You know. Oh, I, I love, love that. All right, Laxball, we're out of time for another worsty, but we do have time for a poem. Ooh. Ooh, that's interesting because I just so happen to have written one. <laughs> I can't wait for what it is. Oh, God. You know, recording in person really makes me... You've um, got motivation. You're writing poems. Like, I love that. You're writing poetry again. Feels weird. That's yeah. when you know she's on the up and up. Yeah. Yeah. So this is called I Am the April Fool. <sighs> it's no surprise I wasn't liked in school. I wasn't popular. I wasn't cool. My morals are in the gutter, kind of like a cesspool. I've never followed even a single rule. I'm a sad man in a dark bar sitting on a bar stool. Oh. I'm a useless man, never picked up a tool. I'll suck you into my dark whirlpool. A succubus. I was just born cruel. I'm George Costanza. I'm the April Fool. Oh, yeah. I love the use of succubus. I don't know where is that was going. Is succubus the yeah. best word it or really is it is. not? Succubus is a great word. <laughs> Such a good word. We did it. Yay. Good job. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, 
I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.